This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. All right, Carrie, as Harry always says to me, let's fuck this chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Harryism. Oh my God, I cannot. (laughs) And in what context did he typically use that phrase? If we were going in somewhere we didn't want to go into, or if we were like moving or just doing anything we didn't like, just, or just not even that we didn't want to do, but like if it was something we had to do, it was like, he's like, all right, let's fuck this chicken. <laughs> that, that's going to be our new motto. <laughs> let's fuck this chicken. <laughs> or if like he was trying to do something and I would try to like help him and take over, he'd be like, let me fuck this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it'd be more of a, would you let me fuck this chicken? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't. Oh, hello, listeners. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to episode 25 of Honestly Unfiltered. How are you today, Jenny? (sighs) Well, first and foremost, my back is killing me. I don't know if it's my lower back or my kidneys, but, well, you know, it's been a week of that, so... What a fuck fest. Yeah. So that's how I am. How are you? I don't know. I'm really not in the mood and my sinuses have been kind of shitty to me lately. I'm a victim, but I got all my house chores done. I've been working on them, you know, throughout the day also. Yeah. But I sat down for an hour and a half to finish the Colton um, Netflix special so I, we could talk about it. Um, but. You know, yeah, it's yesterday when I was trying to watch it, you know, I had the drama with Diane and um, yeah, that it should just, be an episode in itself. Yeah, I don't even want to get into that right now. We will. That'll listeners. be a nice little bonus episode. Yeah, we will get into that. But you know, I mean, I didn't have contact with her, but we'll get into that like another time. We have juicier. We have bigger fish to fry. So, um. What was the name of that thing? I know I should remember it. What is it? Um, Coming out Colton. Coming out Colton. So Jenny can probably describe who Colton is much better than I can. Um, But it's just, this is such an important series to talk about. So anyways, Jenny, explain who Colton is. Colton Underwood is part of the Bachelor franchise, or he was. I don't know if he's still a willing, you know, if they're still welcoming him now after everything that has happened with him. He made his debut on The Bachelorette. Um, What I, with who I recall was Becca Kerfriend's season. Um, From there, he went to Bachelor in Paradise, and he... Maybe it wasn't Becca's season. I, 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 from there he went to Bachelor Paradise, and um, didn't find love there. Kind of struggled because he was still, you know, had feelings. He said for the lead, you know, Bachelorette he was with, and um, from there they made him the Bachelor. I. Uh, Hannah Brown, one of the most more popular bachelorettes, um, was his fourth runner-up. So that's where she came from his season. And Tasha, who is Caitlin Brister's co-host, was um, one of his final three. She actually did his one and only overnight date. 
Yeah, um, they do talk about in the documentary. They do. Mm-hmm. So he has been, he um, famously jumped the fence. What happened was after his overnight date with Tasha, Cassie Randolph, um, who was his, um, you know, the one he want, was, was buying for, you know, had all his chips in a basket for, she left. Um, Chris Harrison went to him and said, Cassie is gone. She's leaving. She doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. And um, he flipped out. He jumped the fence. He basically ended the show at that point was like, she's who I want. I don't, you know, I want anybody else. I want Cassie. And it was done. And um, they ended up after the final rose, they had been talking and they ended up dating for two years on. And I believe he was even living with her and her family. And then they broke up very publicly. It was very messy. She filed a restraining order against him. He put a GPS unit on her car. So there was a lot there. And that brings us to then April of this year. So I came across this on Netflix and I didn't know, you know, that whole backstory with Colton and whatever her name is. Um, Cassie. Cassie. I'll try to remember it y'all. But like I said, (laughs) this wasn't a Moeo house, but I just like saw it, you know, I saw it on Netflix and I was like, Oh, this looks interesting. I'm going to check it out. Why not? And so that's when you start hearing some of the things about Cassie and, um, that there was a restraining order. I know this is terrible and I'm not making light of this y'all. Okay. But all I was thinking was, well, fuck, I've done way worse than put somebody, a <laughs> GPS tracker on someone's car. That's nothing. <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, but I don't know what the guy did. And I haven't Googled anything. I'm just solely talking about this documentary thing. Well, that's just it. Nobody knows what exactly happened because they reached a legal agreement and in lieu, in lieu of the restraining order. And he's not, le- as he said several times, he's not legally able to talk about it. Mm. I, you know, I, can only, I, I can't imagine. Like, she won't talk about it. She has said publicly she's not speaking on it. It's like, what did he do? I don't know but let's kind of start to go through the docuseries because we will get to a point where he meets up with some of her mutual friends their mutual friends and it seemed to me like he did the way that guy reacted was like he scared the fuck out of her Mm -hmm. and and i'm sure he was you know from you know was losing his mind you Mm -hmm. know we'll get into that more but what i will say is that i you know, he gets a lot of hate and I don't understand why, why people would think that he is going to publicly come out as gay for attention. Give me a break. Uh, especially I mean, as a man, as a man. Well, and not only that, but like, I mean, look, I don't know the guy, whatever. I didn't even know all the other stuff had happened. I didn't know Colton was you know, like when I first stumbled across that, it wasn't that I knew any of his backstory. I was just like, oh, this looks interesting. And and truthfully, she doesn't. I sent her an article the other day and said, we should talk about this since we cover The Bachelorette. And she just said, I can't even, I have no idea who these people are. It'll yeah. be just 
And it's true. She has no idea who these people are. Like when you started watching it, did you know he was the bachelor at one point or did you just, no. So you just started watching it and it was like, Oh, I, I read the, or the little preview thing came on and I thought, Oh, I was like, Oh, wow. This ex NFL football player coming out. Hmm. Well, that looks kind of interesting. Yeah, that's literally it because <laughs> and Jenny is not lying. She sent something the other day. I was like, I don't have room in my brain for this. fucking <laughs> I don't know who these fucking people are. I'm like, hey, if you want to talk about the 15 seasons of Criminal Minds, I'm like, I'm fucking up all day long for that shit. I'm like, but I cannot fit anything else from bachelor nation in my brain <laughs> so yeah this was just i i think i just i liked seeing his journey and his vulnerability mm-hmm. and well i want to say i liked watching the pain not the pain but like the lessons that come from that pain so yeah you know here he is they're they're documenting him coming out to his friends and his family and apparently like when he had gotten in that super dark place he had gotten really involved with this one church and he's always been like super religious and everything well but basically then when he told those friends when they were playing basketball whoa i was like bro these dudes are not your friends And not only was he religious, but he was brought up Catholic. And as he said, sometimes went to mass five days a week. He went to a Catholic elementary school. He was an altar boy. So it was ingrained in him. And his whole thing, you know, was always, I'm saving myself for someone I love because of my faith. And I think that's what. And and that may have been so at the time because he was trying so hard not to be himself. Yeah, like he said, he, I mean, it even shows him. And this is what is so sad. I mean, it's all sad. That's not it. Yeah, it is. Like when you're watching somebody then going back to their high school and they're in that locker room talking about how, basically between your faith and then the guys in the locker room you can't come out as a gay man no and did you're you a pariah see... yeah yeah and and that coach he could give a shit less when what, what he had to say oh the coach listened he knows he's wrong like the coach knows it's fucked up and wrong mm-hmm. but you still know not one thing's gonna change from it no and just like his little church homies you ever listen to this shit doubtful they got their bibles they'll end up being at my doorstep (laughs) motherfuckers ashton don't give him the code (laughs) anyways so um you know i saw his friends faces and there especially were... the guy that was sitting i'm sorry yes. to interrupt you the guy that was sitting right directly to his like uh, uh, left facing me but it was to his right yes i wish you could see my face right now y'all because i just thought oh my god colton you are so sweet and you don't realize you are around so many toxic people right which is why i fucking love gus his friend 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Famous yeah. Olympic dude, whoever he is. I yeah. Anyways, I love that guy. I think they should be a couple. I know. I think they've probably grown past it then at this point. I don't know because I just watched a movie on Hulu and these guys were roommates for eight years and then they finally got together. Colton is actually with somebody. He's been with somebody for a, a while, quite a bit. I, let's stay with the documentary. I don't even know. We can talk about that later. Yeah. You, you'll get off on a whole nother subject. Well, no, Colton is who we're talking about. He is he is now in a relationship with an older man. Well, he said in the documentary he mm-hmm. liked them older. We'll talk about that after. But um, I think yes. we both totally derailed or I just derailed the whole thing and didn't realize it. No, I'm trying to think of um, where, like, take it, like, like episode by episode in my head, like the events that happened. And... We probably should have at least done highlights. I know. <laughs> well, we're unfiltered, so I felt like his dad took it well. I I do. I felt bad for his mom because, yeah. um. As a mom, you felt like you should have known. Mm-hmm. I I mean, it was like sad in the fact, like they really felt like they failed him for him to feel alone and like he couldn't come out. And well, you know, you look at his path. You know, the religious upbringing. The then you're uh, you're a star football player at high school and college, and then you're drafted into the NFL. And as as he said in his draft class. Um, Michael Sam or Sam, whatever his name Michael is, Sands, I think. Michael, Michael Sam, he was in the draft class and he was badgered and took oh, so yeah, much for kissing his boyfriend. Yes. So it's, I'm sure that at that point scared him. And then you're locked into this heterosexual life. I mean, look at the, I mean, everybody was shocked. And, and 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 rightfully so. He's not exactly feminine. He is definitely the macho he, gay man. Definitely. Listen, there was someone that I used to work with, totally adorbs. And him and I were really good friends. We still talk, actually. But let me tell you, guys and girls in the office both loved him. <laughs> he looked like a model. He was mm-hmm. so sweet and so gay, and no one knew. That's that's it. That I mean, is... I knew, but I mean, yeah, um, I was the only one that knew. Well, you know, and not to derail, but I think it's good to talk about. Look at who I was with in high school. Now. He and I were never officially a boyfriend girlfriend with the title, but we were ever you were wearing his letterman jacket, Jenny. I did have his ring one time, oh, but God, I went through so many of those fucking things. But he, you know, but you know, he that was a situation where he was my best friend and you know, we would be together every Friday and Saturday night. And when he would bring me home after the movies, we would sit in the car in my, sit in his car, front of my apartment in the parking lot. And we would make out for an hour, hour and a half. So in my head, and you know, I think in his too, we were, that was what we were. 
Mm. And, you know, he, you know, prom night, you know, and of course, you know, there were other gay men that worked with us and they would always, you know, tell my mom he's gay. He's just, he hasn't figured it out yet or he doesn't want to come out yet oh wow and and he could be a he could be a little feminine i he could he had that gay i don't know you know i know i know yeah you know flamboyance i guess it would be called back in the day but he you know yes he could be conceived like that but he was just he was the best and you know he he asked me to the prom senior year i went with him junior year you know junior year when he dropped me off at the door he was my first kiss you know senior year we took it a little further so he was my first senior year <laughs> first year was a kiss second year was a dick it was and um then you know he went off to college up in up in tampa you know that was so far away but you know at that point it had been it had been done um shortly after graduation because i was obviously more attached than he was for Mm. him for me losing my virginity to him just you know made me love him even more and he realized at that moment he was gay right because and and like i was his trial run you know could i should i be mad about that yeah but you know whatever it's it's almost a compliment that you know he wanted to be with you so yeah like i don't think so because you know he wasn't being malicious about it no uh-uh. that's the whole thing you know like there was no ill intent behind it i do understand what you're saying about your first because fuck who was my first kate's dad <laughs> jesus lord help us all yeah i will I you like know and I, I and and i will say that my first time was with someone that i loved and mm-hmm. I, I want to say loved me. It may have been as a friend, but we have a special relationship. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, we had called it, I basically at some point, you know, after graduation said, I can't see you anymore. And we were done. And I remember him coming back to say goodbye to me before he left for college. Mm. And then he came home at one point, I don't know, Christmas breaks, one of the breaks. And he told me that he had come out as gay while he was there and you know i you know i wasn't shocked i oh that should have been a tell right there i wasn't shocked but i was still i think at that point still in love with him Mm -hmm. so i was sad and of course all of my friends at the time were like you turned him gay it was like no i didn't but you know when you're that young and yeah and 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 for him on his he i think he kept it a secret to his family for quite a bit mm-hmm. and maybe till the end of freshman sophomore year somewhere in there and when he t- told them they were a southern baptist family Oof. and he was another one brought up in the church every mm-hmm. wednesday night they went to bayshore baptist you know how that church is Please. and my every, grandpa went to sarah bay baptist yeah Oof. and they cut him off financially mm. they stopped paying for his college so he bad. couldn't go to school anymore because he was still that under that young umbrella where it fell under the mm-hmm. parents finances and yep. they made too much for him to get any kind of assistance and he couldn't afford it they basically left the kids stranded 
stranded in the street. Like he had to live on people's couches. The car he had in high school broke down. He didn't have a car for years. It took him so many years to like rebuild his life. And How's finally, he, what's he do now? Um, I'm not sure. I know last in, in, in communication with him and our other friend that he now owns a house in St. Pete and he's in a committed relationship. I'm not sure if they're married or not. I believe they oh. live together. And um, the last time I actually saw him was when Ashton was at All Children's Hospital. And remember when he was born, yeah. he went up there and he lived like minutes from there and our friend called him and said jenny's at the hospital with ashton the baby was born and this is what's going on and she could use a friend and he came and oh that's so sweet yeah that, so that was the last time i saw him i mean we communicate on facebook and stuff but you know it's it's sad so i understand what colton was afraid of coming mm -hmm. from that religious background and seeing what happened to my friend oh listen it happened it's happened to my own family like yeah when my aunt my aunt like had gotten involved with a much older lady and i want to say my aunt was like 16 but then like my grandma found out about it and because I want to say this lady my aunt was with was like in her 30s or something. So anyways, you know, back in the olden days, peeps, you could run people out of town. So that's what uh -huh. happened. But then, of course, my aunt got pissed. She hauled ass with her friend to Chicago. Eventually it was in Arizona, right? So you got mm -hmm. the lesbian daughter who's bolted. Oh, well, then here comes my mom the pregnant unmarried <laughs> bastard child lady so then we're out in arizona with my aunt the lesbian in the center <laughs> but then we all ended up back here it's so stupid anyway well but it's, it's, it's that whole religion it was all, all of that was based on religion now i will say now my grandparents were all like that but from the second they saw me, and everybody said this, and I will tell you guys, my grandparents were my jam. They were my world. They it, it they could have cared less after that. Yeah. They took that bastard grandchild to church with them, and they were proud of it. <laughs> I'm serious. They didn't. It was like, fuck everybody. We're fine. I, um, you know... Wyatt's Wyatt comes from his mother is one of I believe six or seven or maybe even eight siblings mm. and his his mom has passed on obviously and she was the like the nicest woman in the world um and Wyatt was brought up in the Catholic Church mm. same altar boy the whole deal his aunt um is a nun oh wow and his uncle that lives here is gay and is married to his partner mm -hmm. and i will tell you that his uncle and um his husband mm -hmm. are my favorite of wyatt's aunts and uncles mm -hmm. sorry uncle 
<laughs> you know who I'm talking about if you're here. <laughs> you live in down the street in the big house and you came to Wyatt's birthday last year. But the, actually the two of them are. But his uncle and his, his now his uncle is probably in his 60s and his husband is uh, my age, mm. maybe a little bit older, a couple of years. And he's he's a professor and like I love him. He is like Wyatt's uncle. You'd never know was gay because he's a workout fanatic. Yeah. And a little macho. And his husband is is so handsome and maybe you could tell a little bit yeah um when he when, when it really comes out but he, like i would run into him everywhere and like i he would always be like you need a date i'll go with you you know when mm -hmm. when wyatt was working but the two of them i just i they're just the night i mean like anytime we need something something moved his uncle come with the truck they're mm -hmm. like the nicest human beings and that's what gets me i don't understand why people are so uh, you know so anti-gay and so it's like what do you why do you care it's you don't it's not what's going on in your bedroom you don't have to fuck them you know like let people be and just they're good people and why like why why are we judging why is it I, well and sorry when you said too that like colton was get all this shade for this thing i was like really why i know we've totally digressed um, that's what I know I, from what I've read in some of the one, one of the main ones is that they, they felt that he had a platform and he could have done more with it. I, I, I felt like everything that was touched on, like, and religion and these groups and all sorts of different things. I, I think he did a lot because it showed a lot of people wow you can be a deeply religious family and still love your gay son or daughter yeah and the conversation that he had with the pastor on the phone i was shocked oh right i was basically appalled. like hey fuck face you're because that's the pastor of those church with those basketball buttheads yeah and did you see and his bro and he was having the conversation with what's his friend's name again gus gus and his brother mm -hmm. and his brother his brother said but they take your money oh i know yeah he was like did they give that back yeah yeah and i love his brother i i do too he was a little shocked but it, it was funny because he was like oh, i didn't see that coming yeah. but you know they, they love but each other they and they do, accept and it he's just like eh, i love you whatever yeah. Yeah, you know, like, but he puts it to him though. Like, why are you gonna? Why do you want to be around these people? Right, they're fucking garbage. Exactly, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, and and I agree with like what he came to the conclusion that my relationship with God is my relationship with God, and I don't need a church to accept me for that. I agree with that a hundred percent, which is why I really don't go to church. Well, as religious as my grandfather was, and went to church all the time. I mean, even as a kid, though, I still remember him saying to me, he was like, look, Carrie, he's like, your relationship with God is between you and God and no one else. And you owe no one an explanation. 100%. I absolutely agree. So it's like, and, and no matter what your faith is, if whatever, you know, maybe it's yeah. 
Scientology. It's, I it's, don't know. But whatever your fucking belief system is, fine. If it works for you, it works for you. I don't judge people for their other belief systems. Like, you know, unless you're like a white supremacist, that's that <laughs> much for me. Yeah, no. But you know what I'm saying? Like, otherwise, it's just... And also that one pastor lady, when he, cause he was talking about how he wished he could talk to Cassie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what to make your ass feel better base. I mean, she was yeah. just like, that's for you. Get over yourself. I was like, damn girl, you tell them. Uh, yeah, exactly. So there was, there was not, it was not like everything shown on that documentary or whatever you want to call it. It wasn't like it was all sugar-coated. People mm -mm. weren't tiptoeing around him. No, they weren't. Combing his NFL hair. That was no. not what was happening <laughs> at all. Yeah, he had some, you know, answer. He had some questions to answer and why he did things. And I felt, feel like, I feel like he is legitimate, legitimized his actions. I feel like I understand where he was coming from and he wanted to just fall in love with a girl and be a straight man and have a family, a traditional family. And he, and, and I think like he said, when Cassie broke up with him or I, and I don't think she was really ever that into him from watching the bachelor. Um, I feel like he probably did flip out because he was holding on to that so tightly. And that's what he said. And look, here's my thing. I don't know the gory details. Mm -mm. So don't start some Reddit thread about me, people. Yeah, Wait, we don't know. I'm that famous, that's cool. Do you? Yeah. But anyways, like, I don't, you know, know what happened. But I know this. The dude has publicly... I mean, Netflix, Netflix is public for me. Right. So he's went on Netflix and said, hey, man, I was fucking garbage. Mm -hmm. And I think somebody on the show called him garbage, actually, and said, you need to fix that. Yeah. Try to kill himself. Yeah. I mean, really? So, but like he's saying, I was being a fucking garbage human. Here's what I was dealing with. I'm not trying to use it as an excuse. I'm getting help. I'm going to therapy mm -hmm. and I'm living my truth and I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Well, yeah. well what I more could you ask for? Bucket A, it's called being human. Yeah. And P.S. If he did look, I know I'm not an attorney, y'all. I'm in my rented condo. <laughs> but with my <laughs> with my very special acquired skills. <laughs> um, I don't think they would allow a restraining order to be dropped mm -mm. or, you know, so they could settle. That's not how that shit works. I feel like he was never arrested. So maybe possibly, I hope there wasn't any ever any physical abuse. I think that maybe he probably, there was a lot of verbal abuse and there yeah. was probably a lot of him not wanting to let go. He put the GPS on her car because he probably wanted to know where she was and if she was seeing anybody and all of that, which was probably very frightening to her because as he said, he picked the timid girl who wouldn't question his, the way he acted and his sexuality and uh, things were off in the relationship. Well, because he knew he's... a strong girl would have. Yeah. They would have ripped him apart. Yeah. And, 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 you know, wanted to 
you know, they would eventually, you know, get to know your husband, you know, certain things. Well, plus he was probably gaslighting the fuck out of her. Oh, probably. Oh, probably, probably so bad. Because he said he manipulated to keep the narrative, you know, away from his sexuality. Oof. I mean, he admits it. So he owns it. You I own mean, your he shit. He owned it. He tried to kill himself. He's openly saying this whole thing. And I don't, and it's not, I didn't feel like he was looking for sympathy at Mm -mm. all. No. I think that would be really fucking hard to do. I think that he could have sleeked off into the night quietly and began a relationship, a gay relationship, and maybe five years from now, it would have been echoes of it and whispers and nobody would have known. But I I think like he said in the end, he wants to help people. He wants to help some young teenager that is struggling, that is a macho football player and let it be okay. And that takes a lot of courage. It really, it does. It takes a lot of courage, but you know, God, it's like the suicide rate is so high Mm -hmm. um, for teenagers that are trying to figure out exactly who they are. And that, I mean, I'm kind of just speechless, which I know is hard to believe, but (laughs) it really will like help a lot of kids feel in a safe space where they could reach out to somebody or whatever. Because here where we are, it's accepted. But in middle of America, in the Bible Belt and through those states, mm-hmm. it's not. It's yeah. still not. I mean, I know I've had conversations with Ashton and, you know, because it's very prevalent in his school because it's it's an art school. And I've said to him, I'm shut so it. sorry. I, I know. Jesus so, loves you. But no, I've had conversations with him. Like as you're you know as he's growing you you want to make sure you know he's asking questions and i've i've said to him we've had conversations because he had a best friend who wanted to be with him that way and he was like but i love him and i was like look you can love your friend and i I said to him i if you were to be gay i would love you no matter what but don't say you're gay to keep a friend to go with the fad and be fit in with the kids because they're all doing it and who's bisexual yeah, and who's right. not you be who you are and then i got a little graphic with him and i put some scenarios in front of him and he was like oh no i'm not gay so yeah but that's just it like it has to be a discussion like mm-hmm. it's fine if you are yeah and I know it's not like that in everyone's house and stuff like that. No, it's um, not. It's not. I mean, like, I can remember um, my friend Priscilla. So, like, I had transferred schools. I, I know this is supposed to be about Colton, but whatever. It's Anyways. a conversation regarding it. So. Yeah. Um, so we had moved, changed schools. I know no one. She was the first one to come up to me, seventh grade. So, and we stayed friends. I'm still friends with her. But the funny part is like, so then we're in high school and like, we're getting ready to go to a party or something. And I hated being at her house because she hated her parents too. Mm. And, and she's like, I got to talk to you. I was like, um, okay. And she's like, 
I'm gay. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, are you like upset? And I go, no. I go, could you finish getting ready so we can go to this fucking party? (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, and I had forgot about a lot of it, but she reminded me about the story. And um, I was like, no, I don't care. And, you know, like, well, not you, Jenny, but when I was a teenager, we got undressed in front of each other. <laughs> I did with my friends a lot of the time. So, but then, you know, after that, people are like, do you still change in front of her? I'm like, yeah, because she's not trying to sleep with me. She never did. It wasn't like that. They're attracted to who they're, I mean, they're not... You know, it's not like because you're gay, you're going to be attracted to every female if you're a female or every male because you're a male. Yeah, like that's how I mean, it's no different than any other friendship. Right. Just like I could be friends with a guy and not sleep with him. I remember back a long time ago, I and you know the situation. I had a friend who was seeing a woman and she was lying to me about it. And, um, I remember being upset and, and I was upset because she wasn't being truthful with me, mm. but she was ashamed, I think, and didn't know how, and, and, and didn't know how anybody was going to handle it, which other people didn't handle it well. And I remember talking to my father about it and he said to me, um, why are you upset? And I said, well, I'm upset because of, you know that she's not telling me and she's not being truthful and i think it's going to cause a lot of problems in her life and i'm worried about that and he said to me all you need to worry about at the end of the day is if this is going to affect your friendship with her and is it and i said no he said and you're going to still love her and i said yeah and he said there's nothing wrong you're fine no and he said yeah and i said you know what yeah you're right because you can't control other people's reactions and Mm-mm. i mean he we said, could be there for people but he was right that's really yeah. fucking good advice he always gave me good advice he was like you be there you be her friend and mm-hmm. that's all you can do and that's what it did yeah wow my and dad was listened. very wise i used to listen my dad spoke i listened you lost him too soon girl i know i know so anyway, it's back to Colton. Um, he is a hot little man. He though. is. Jeez. He is. He, he is. is just, ugh, those eyes. And he's as sweet as he can be. And I can understand with that father that with the testosterone of 10 men. I mean, why he was scared. Right? It's, you know, and I just, I think it takes a lot of courage to do what he did. And I do too. And I don't think he's looking for pity or an excuse. I think it's like, he's just trying to explain. Yeah. I mean, I know he wrote a book a while back and I feel like, and and, you know, people say, oh, he was in it for his fame and this and that. And I feel like he, maybe he wanted to tell his story and there's nothing wrong with that. Look, I didn't know any of the other shit, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, there you I, go. I did. It It really, to me, it was a lot, a huge message just about having understanding mm-hmm. and compassion 
understanding that everybody has a story and we don't always know what that story is. Yeah. Um, and I, I just thought it was very therapeutic and I'm really hoping it will even just allow people to pause and just think about how they treat people even, yeah. you know, I mean, cause like I said, I, I clicked on it and I didn't even know what the fuck that whole backdrop thing was. <laughs> I didn't know shit about it. <laughs> and then I text her after I'm watching and she's like, and she's probably thinking, bitch, I texted you that fucking six weeks ago honestly i forgot it was coming out and i wasn't coming up on my netflix um you know new this week or trending I had to up look, on I had to, mine. yeah i had to search for it isn't that weird mm -hmm. it's like if you're gonna try to control my mind netflix at least control my friend's mind too <laughs> <laughs> right all right folks well thank you for listening to our opinion and colton if you're out there dm us well, uh, we'd like to have you on. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. And I'm like, <laughs> I act like I'm like, yeah. I act like I'm like, <laughs> like, like, um, Savannah Guthrie here or any of the big day. Like, come on, give us a shout. We'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll tweet you, you know, like, come on the show. Cause we we're did so an interview with, with Robin Roberts. Yeah, he did. All right. Anyways, I'm digressing. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.